I'm Maida Getman, and welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm a mom to donor-conceived twins, and I went through eight rounds of fertility treatment before finally becoming pregnant with my two girls. I'm also a donor conception coach and founder of The Donor Downlow, a self-paced online program for people who are at the crossroads of donor conception and wondering which path is right for them. Perhaps you're like me, you thought having a baby would be easy, yet here you are every day, week, and month having to make big, scary, and radical decisions about what your future might look like. I call it the infertility crossroads. Whether you're just getting started on your fertility journey, have been trying for years, or are headed down an alternative path, you are welcome here. Join me each week where I will walk alongside you through all the infertility crossroads. Let's dive in. Welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm Maida Getman, your fertility coach who helps you navigate your decision points on your infertility journey. And I'm excited to be back with you for another episode. Today, I want to talk about family resemblance and family connection when you are the non-genetic parent and why realizing what that experience might be like can be a total game changer as you think about your donor-conceived children or your future donor-conceived children. If you've been here for a while, you know that my husband Michael and I use donor eggs to conceive our girls. So although I was the one who carried the pregnancy, the girls were conceived using donor eggs, not my eggs. And so for me and our family, I am the non-genetic parent. When we first started down the path of donor, I was really afraid. I didn't want to know much about our donor because I honestly was scared she would take the place of me. I wanted to pretend she didn't exist and that our kids would just fold right into our family. What I didn't realize at the time, but know now, is that those feelings were coming from a place of fear, insecurity, and my own sadness and grief of not having children who were genetically connected to me. Through lots of hard work with my therapist, coaches, and just honestly myself, And through healing those parts of me that were ashamed and really sad, I was able to open myself up to new perspectives and my thoughts have changed. I've realized, especially through that work and hearing from donor-conceived adults who are speaking about their experiences and their desires, that my role as my girl's mom is incredibly important. And most importantly, that me being open and honest with them about who they are and where they came from can make a big difference for them. I also didn't realize until recently how important knowing where you came from was. Now, I'm not donor conceived. I have had the privilege to grow up and be around my family, the people who share genetics with me. I had heard and have heard from donor-conceived people how important that is or how jarring of an experience it can be when they're not around people who look like them or speak like them or that they share a genetic connection to. I will never know what it really feels like because that's just not my lived experience. However, I did have an experience 
in my recent past that I think gave me some insight into what that could be like for my girls and for other donor-conceived people. Now, you may know that my dad passed away in 2017. It was sudden, it was traumatic, it was something and has been something that I've struggled with since. I was really close to my dad and my girls were literally six months to the day old when he died. My dad's side of the family is pretty small and both of his parents have passed as well, so I don't see or interact very often with his side of the family. A few months ago, a family member on my dad's side passed away, and so my mom and my brother and I attended the funeral. As we were there, my dad's cousins were there, and they look so much like my dad physically. They have his same features, his same mannerisms, the same tenor to their speaking. It was lovely to see them because I love them and I don't get to see them very often, but what struck me was how comforting it was to be in the room with them. To be around people who looked and acted like my dad, someone who I miss so, so deeply. And I realized, I wonder if this is just a small glimpse into what it would be like if I was donor conceived and I met my donor or siblings or other family members of my donor. And then what I realized was this could be such a life changing thing for my children that trying to figure out who our donor is and who her family members are and if there are any siblings out there could bring that experience forward for my kids and what an impactful thing that that could be for them and a gift that I could give them having been donor conceived. Michael and I used an an anonymous donor. We're looking for our donor, but we haven't found her yet. And after the experience with my dad's family, like I said, it made me realize And think about even more how important it was for us to try to find our donor and to try to get in touch with her so that maybe our kids could have that same connection and feeling that I did. I don't know if that's going to be meaningful for them, but I think it's really important as their parent to provide them with the opportunity to have those experiences if that's what they want and to facilitate those experiences if that's what they want, and to encourage them to take those experiences. If you're thinking about using a donor, if you have used a donor and are working through your feelings about that decision, or are working through, should I use a known donor or an anonymous donor, I'd really encourage you to take a few moments and to think about your own experiences in life and what those experiences might look like for your child who is donor conceived. Acknowledging that there's gonna be differences to your lived experience and to their lived experience, and then taking action to help you get to a place where you are comfortable facilitating and encouraging your children to have those experiences, again, is such a gift that you can give them. The last thing I just wanna say is, Using a donor is complex, and there are moments of learning along the way. 
this is just one of the many things that we can learn and grow and experience as we become parents of donor-conceived children and as we think about having children who are donor-conceived. Because at the end of the day, it's about what's best for our kids. And it's about what's best for them and their experience. And when we're focused on what is best for our kids, we can make decisions that will help them and help us continue to grow and be a tight-knit and loving family. That is it for me today. A little bit short and sweet, but just wanted to share those reflections. I hope you are having a lovely day and I'm so thankful that you are here. If you are liking the show, please head over and leave me a review. I love hearing reviews, good, bad, indifferent. It's really helpful for me to get the feedback, but more importantly, reviews help my show get noticed and seen by other people. And I just would love to share my message and share the information that I have and that my guests have with as many people as we can. And so you can help me by doing that by leaving a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you. Have a great day. And I will see you next time on Infertility Crossroads. Are you looking for some more support and to stay connected with me on a regular basis? Make sure you have a copy of my free PDF called My Doctor Just Said Donor, Now What? This free PDF is for you if you just had the conversation with your doctor, you're thinking it might be coming, or you're looking for what to do now that you've had this conversation. It's an amazing resource to help you take the next right steps forward. Go to metagetman slash podcast to get your free copy. That's www.metagetman.com slash podcast to grab your copy. I am on a mission to spread my message to as many people as I can, and your feedback helps. Please take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so I know how I'm doing and can keep bringing you exactly what you're looking for. It would mean the world to me. And make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way, the latest and greatest episodes will be delivered to you as soon as they publish. Lastly, I am not a doctor, a psychologist, or a professional in the area of fertility. I'm a person who's gone through infertility, and I want to share my learnings with you and the learnings that I've gained by working with my clients. In addition, the guests that I bring on this show are sharing their own views, opinions, thoughts, and ideas. Some are medical professionals, others are not, and they're just like me. Please don't substitute any of the information shared here as medical advice. That's what the pros are for. If you want to learn more about my terms and conditions, go to my website, metagetman.com.